FMX Network Production. It's the Renthal Reaction Show for breaking moto news, hot topics, and moto by the minute. Welcome, everybody, to another Renthal Reaction podcast, and we got some news to talk about today. Uh, it is Friday, September 16th, as we record this right around noon Pacific time. Thanks for listening. Appreciate it. Renthal.com, whether it's uh, Honda, whether it's Kawasaki, whether it's KTM, they choose Renthal and have for a long, long time. Uh, Renthal.com, of course, you know the bars. Uh, they got sprockets, though. They got chains. They've got mountain bike stuff as well, and uh, they have you covered no matter what size of bar, type of bar you want. The folks at Renthal have got it going on. Great website, too. Super informative. They can uh, tell you what kind of uh, bar bend you want. They can tell you what stock on a bike. They can direct you to a dealer that has stock in that particular bend in your area. Renthal.com website, super informative. And uh, yeah, thanks to those guys for making this podcast happen. If you're listening to this and you've ridden moto or race moto, I guarantee you probably used something from Renthal over the years and uh, seen the quality that they have over there. Uh, All right, we are going to tackle the Ken Roxon drama going on right now between Honda and uh, the World Supercross guys and Ken Roxon and his agent, Steve Astafan, and more and try to figure out, uh, well, react to the news uh, that maybe, perhaps, it look it's looking like Ken Roxon and Honda are headed for a split. To uh, help me uh, work all that out uh, from Renthal, it's Paul Parabinos. What's up, Paul? How are you? What's up, Steve? I'm great. How's it going? Good. How's things at Renthal, man? Man, they're good. Um, we, uh, I got some exciting news just yesterday about a new product that we've been working on. So now I kind of have like a, I got to start laying out a timeline and a marketing plan. So that's exciting. Um, uh, what's else? Go- I mean, Motocross of Nations is coming. So that's cool. We have, I think, 21 like kind of elite rental athletes there that, you know, we're doing um, country bar pad covers for those guys. So I'm excited for that race, of course, and, and everything that I've been doing with Team USA. So that's exciting. Um, but yeah, everything's good with rental. Um, yeah, couldn't be happier, honestly. Cool. Uh, awesome. Check it out, everybody. Thanks to those guys. Uh, big news, rental rider, Ken Roxon. Um, so he, he's been without a contract. His contract's up. He's been without a contract for all year long. And I've been talking about this on my shows. It's been very weird to have a elite rider like Kenny, uh, not be re-signed by now. I've asked him publicly about it. I've asked him privately about it and he's always been no worries. It'll work out. Everything should be fine, and there's really no home form outside of Honda, and I assumed, and talking to Kenny and talking to Honda, that this will work out. This will figure itself out. Kenny will come back for 2023 uh, for Supercross only, maybe Supercross and Motocross, and he'll keep his Red Bull deal, and he'll ride there one more year, and we'll see what happens. But, oh no, he uh, he committed to World Supercross a couple months ago, and... I don't think Honda was stoked on that. I don't think Honda knew anything about it, if at all, that he was doing that. And they were still working that out. He's going to ride for the Firepower Honda team of Uribe, is what we're hearing for World Supercross rounds. Uh, Only two of them now for that series. And then Kenny went on uh, James Stewart's podcast and said that Honda withdrew their offer. Um, after uh, uh, After they tried to negotiate this World Supercross into the contract. And Kenny said the Honda's withdrew they're not happy about him racing this series honda put out a pr uh saying that uh, we were looking forward to working continuing to work with ken in 2023 we made him an offer of a contract extension that offer has never been rescinded like kenny said on the podcast but it was declined by ken and his team it's true that the offer included a stipulation that cannot compete in the world supercross series that has positioned itself as a direct competitor to our Supercross and Motocross racing partners. We feel it's important to support our racing partners and to treat all of our riders the same. That's a key point in this PR. 
That said, our esteem and appreciation for Ken are as strong as ever, and they won't be altered by the fact that our priorities don't happen to align on this issue. A lot to unpack here, Paul. Uh, first of all, you know, got some got some tweets about Kenny lying to James about his contract being uh, withdrawn. And to that, I say Steve Astafan is a, a very powerful agent, and he has represented Chad Reed in the past and others, Adam Cincirillo right now. Ken, of course, Steve's a powerful personality. We've had him on our show. I can totally believe Steve telling Ken that Honda has withdrawn their offer, and in a sense, they did because they couldn't come to terms on this World Supercross agreement, and then Kenny just running with that. I don't know, Paul, if I believe Kenny lied to James Stewart, but obviously this was a big enough deal for Honda to issue a PR, which you don't normally see. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think you're right, Steve. You know, uh, the agent is there to speak to the team on behalf of the rider, right? So the agent is relaying what he's speaking to the team about. And, and that, and, and he's there so the relationship can be, you know, happy and go lucky and great uh, after all the difficult contract negotiations are done, right? So that can be as simple as, as yeah, Steve maybe wording something to Ken in a certain way that maybe is different from the way Honda worded it to Steve. So yeah, that to me is, yeah, like, like you brought it, brought it up. That's kind of insignificant. I think it's, um, yeah, it, it, it's Steve talking to Honda. Obviously we kind of know and see and heard from Honda that they, uh, wanted to keep Ken on and they made him an offer. Um, and, and simply there was a disagreement and it's, and it kind of all boils down to world supercross. Yeah. It seems like if this, if you take away this commitment to Ken to do world supercross, then he's probably back at Honda in 23, 2023 in some capacity, whether it's one series or two. Look, uh, we had Kenny on right after he agreed to this world supercross. We had him on the pulp show and he knew, very little about this, what was going to go on, what team he was going to ride for. I spoke to other people that Kenny spoke to. He knew nothing about having to be on a team. He knew nothing about conflict of sponsors, anything like that. I mean, look, uh, uh, your Reeves Firepower Honda team is a WPS fly racing team. Kenny's going to wear Fox. They knew nothing about this. And now your Reeves got to dance through all of this. Kenny and his agent probably got thrown a lot of money uh, over six figures for sure, and they agreed to this, and I think it took Honda by a complete surprise, and it seemed to take Kenny, who didn't know very little about this. So this tells me all of this is what I'm getting to, is that Steve's driving the bus on this. Kenny, do you want an outrageous sort of mon- sum of money for two races? Kenny, yes. Okay, good. I'm going to go ahead and do this. Honda, what? Yareev, what? World Supercross, sweet. We'll pay it. Like, that's where I'm at with that whole situation, and you know, so Kenny didn't necessarily lie about it, but I also understand Honda issuing this PR to be like, whoa, 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 wait a minute. Like, we didn't withdraw anything. But this whole thing stems from this World Supercross coming in and upsetting the apple cart here. Do you think, Paul, that this is it for Kenny and Honda? Do you think that we still have uh, a month before World Supercross? Kenny backs down, pulls out of World Supercross. Honda says, we'll sign you for 2023. Here's the terms. Uh, let's go. Well, obviously, neither one of us have a crystal ball, but yeah. you think this is the end of Kenny at Honda? Man, I, honestly, I don't I don't know because you know how, like, um, how, how these things can change so quickly. And I think this situation is so fluid because World Supercross is so new. So when Kenny signed on to do this deal, um, he obviously – 
sound, you know, from being on your show, from what you just said, he sounds like he didn't know a lot of the the different business model that the World Supercross program is bringing, right? And I think at that time he had committed to three races. Now it's changed to two. And if you remember in the beginning, it was supposed to be a five race series, and now it's two. Um, they had also said in the beginning that they weren't going to pay riders directly. Um, but then that changed as well. You know, we know they're paying Eli and we know they're paying Ken. So I think a lot of change is happening with the, with world supercross and, and rightfully so, right? Like it's a brand new series. That's going to be around the world. They have to secure stadiums. It's new rules. It's a new business model, right? It's a lot is going to change through all of it. So I think a lot of, um, a lot of what is happening here is because of the constant change that is happening with world supercross. Now, do I, believe that he's done with honda i don't know i mean i think that we can kind of say for sure that he's going to be racing these two races on a red bike um i also don't you know i, I think Yareev had an idea this was going to happen in the, the whole time but you know that's also really tricky too right he just also signed dean wilson and dean wilson had to get out of a uh, get out of a contract to wear the apparel of that team and now he has another rider on that team that's not wearing that apparel so this is kind of it's messy from a lot of different ways. Right. But, um, but yeah, to answer your question, honestly, I don't know. I wouldn't rule it out. Let's put it that way. Rule out that he's done with Honda or that he goes back to Honda. Uh, rule out that he's done with Honda. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like this isn't good for Ken's future, uh, at Honda. Now, look, he had one of his worst. Well, I think he had his worst year yet. Uh, indoors, he's getting older there. He complained about the bike in supercross a lot. um, he blew them out on Instagram for a failure he had with his bike yeah. on a post that he took down. And look, I like, I like that, Ken. Yeah. I like Kenny. He's a good dude. He's a breath of fresh air. Always been super Absolutely. cool to me. But you can't do that, man. If I'm Honda at this point, Friday, September 16th, and he's committing to a series that you didn't know anything about, he's not happy with his bike all year for the most part. He's posting photos when mechanicals go wrong. I think I'm washing my hands. I think I'm completely done uh, with Ken Roxon. Yeah, and maybe that post was enough for Honda to indeed wash their hands, right? I mean, they, I think they've taken really good care of Ken, and rightfully so. The guy is a world-class athlete, an amazing talent, an amazing person, a marketable person. Like, he's a great dude. I love Kenny to death. I mean, he's been a rental rider forever. And, I mean, any time that he shows up a race, you have to consider him to 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 be a potential winner of that race, right? So I, I think the Instagram post was just maybe the culmination of a lot of emotions and yep. things happening. And I I would probably get bet that Kenny regrets it. Um, well, he pulled it down. Made, he pulled it down. And yeah, I, and I, exactly. I, I so, talked to somebody who told me that they urged him to pull it down someone outside of honda who was like you need to pull that down and he did yeah and i mean i'm this is a little delicate for me because i'm close with honda right like i, I have a lot of friends over there and we're a, a long-term sponsor a long-time sponsor so um yeah i mean i think that he just he, he probably honestly didn't even realize the ramifications of making a post like that especially with the timing of everything at least I, that's what i would hope i i hope it wasn't like an intentional thing but i i don't i don't think it is i think um it's again a circumstance of the emotions of everything going on here there's a lot of change happening in for kenny right now and um you know he has made commitments to someone and i think he's always honored his commitments right so he wants to continue to honor his commitments at least um and simply yeah they just don't align on 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 this world supercross thing and, and honda's position on world supercross is similar to a lot of oems right like they they, we have all these OEMs, you know, the manufacturer position, they have, they have 
more established events with riders racing their products in those you know markets regions countries whatever you want to call it um so they kind of already feel like they have um their marketing avenues for their product in all these in all these countries where right now world supercross plans to go which is just england and australia that's all it is at the moment so um you know and 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 there's not a big desire i think from the oem side to have a an open rule development type supercross series like what we see on world gp or motocross gp motocross gp right so a lot of people will complain oh what's the difference between motocross gp and and supercross world supercross and 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 that's because these manufacturers are developing motocross bikes for the motocross customer they don't sell supercross bikes there is no supercross customer there's probably one percent of the customers that turn a motocross bike into a supercross bike right so they have no desire to go race world supercross i think they already have the supercross model in north america and that's really because in north america which is likely the largest market for all of these companies you kind of have to be a part of supercross to be relevant because it's a long-standing series that gets a, a huge huge attendance i mean it's it's our it's our world's premier series right i don't think that's that's um debatable i mean it's you know what i mean so uh yeah, tricky situation, obviously, for Ken, for everybody. And, and again, it's just because this is a fluid situation of things changing with World Supercross, I think. And that's that's what I'd kind of pinpoint most of it, too. Let's tackle a couple of things here. First up, the Instagram post. You and I were both mechanics on, on factory teams, um, and we've seen our share of failures. We've had close friends uh, have <laughs> suffered good injuries from motorcycle failures. And, yeah. um, look, it, whether it's the mechanic's <clears throat> fault, most, most times it's not. Uh, it's it's you know just parts that fail. It's it's car racing, uh, F1, NASCAR, uh, MotoGP, uh, Supercross, Motocross, whatever it is, shit goes sideways with uh, with machines, and that is such a no no for Ken to do that. In my opinion, like that's going to have people in 2022 in this social media age that will have people being like, I'm never buying a Honda Ken because because it failed on you in Supercross. Whoops, uh, with torque. And with pressures that no rider, you know, or ninety nine percent of the riders would never put a motorcycle through, I can't believe he did that. Uh, that is uh, such a no no in my eyes. Now, obviously, we're both biased because we worked for teams and we were mechanics and we understand the drill. But can't believe he did that, Paul. Not a good look. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Just I think a miscue on on his part, right? And I think it's more of a. It's just like man don't do that to Jordan or to, to Pat, um, to Patrick, right? Like you're, you're practice a practice guy, guy and yep. you're, you're a race guy. Yeah. Like those are two really good human beings. I like both of those guys. They're also really good mechanics. They are, they're on top of their job and, and yeah, sometimes things fail. It's simple as that. Like it just sometimes, and I think it was likely a reaction to Kenny, like saying, Holy shit, I just had a big one in the whoops. I just had something broke. Thankfully I'm okay. And maybe it was just a, a snap reaction post, but yeah, I think, definitely probably shouldn't have done that and and likely why he took it down 30 minutes later right um but man when you yeah, have such a you, huge you, following yeah the damage it's is done right it's done it's, damage it's, is done quick yeah, damage is done uh you can't so, be like oh i pulled it down you, you just can't do that um okay yeah. so that's that so that's where i'm signing on this uh renthal reaction by the way renthal.com in the press release uh we feel it's important to support our racing partners uh feld mx sports over here in american America and those series, and it says, and to treat all of our riders the same. That's because Jet Lawrence and Hunter Lawrence, Australians, are getting offered big money to do the 
uh, Australian rounds of the World Supercross. Well, there is just uh, there's just one Australian round, I guess, and then there's one um, uh, in UK. So, you know, the Lawrence brothers are getting. I know this for a fact. They're getting thrown a lot of money, and they probably want to do it, but. They can't. So, you know, Honda's sitting there going, well, if we tell the Lawrence brothers they can't and we tell Kenny can, that's a whole thing. We treat all of our riders the same. They're telling the Lawrence brothers don't do it. They're, pro- they're not going to do it. Now Kenny's going to do it. That that's causes an issue. So I like that Honda is holding the line there and doing it. And I don't have a problem, Paul. Uh, I'm not for the World Supercross and I'm not against the World Supercross. I heard a lot of uh, rhetoric out there amongst the riders and teams about this thing. I'm neither. I don't really care. It doesn't affect me. Good. Some riders are getting paid. Some guys are going racing. Some teams are getting paid. Cool. I don't have a problem, Paul, with uh, American Honda or American Kawasaki or any of these OEMs not supporting World Supercross in terms of, like, we don't want to send you our contracted riders and equipment over to your series and, quote, unquote, support it. I'm perfectly fine with that. that. That if you sign a contract with us and we pay you a lot of money, you can't do it. That That's somebody's right. And I don't. I'm not upset about it. What about you? Yeah, me too. I mean, uh, a lot, how a lot of these contracts I think are written right in, in the beginning. Sometimes, sometimes there's already some pre-negotiated like overseas or off-season type races that the team will agree to support. We have no idea what was in Ken's contract and what Honda agreed to support. But to me, like it's it's a date thing, right? Like I would imagine Kenny's current contract expires at the end of this month. And the World Supercross rounds in October. So that's a totally new deal. He has to have a new contract for Honda to support that, in my opinion. Um, and, and, yeah, I went into it already a little earlier on how OEMs, I think, feel about this. And, and I can only really speak for my own experience and my own position on World Supercross, you know, just managing off-road at Renthal. And, and you know, there's a it's a great business model for riders and teams. I love that more riders are going to be able to – to make good money and, and teams are going to be able to build an investment. Um, yeah, I love that about the world supercross model, but that still puts a crunch on the industry. Um, I I've been hit up many, many times for, by teams requesting support for these races. But, but me as at rental, like I need to be able to see a sales increase to kind of, to kind of, uh, to connect to, to increase our marketing spend to support these races. And I don't, we still don't know what these races will look like. Right. Like I think Adam Bailey is a, is a esteemed professional. He has a lot of, um, he's done a lot of really good professional events in the past. I've been to his events in the past. I've been to Oz X and no doubt, I'm sure he's going to be successful, but you s- still in my position to do my job correctly. I have to wait and see is, is kind of the position I'm taking. So, um, I, I think I've lost your question a little bit through my ex through. I just my don't. I, 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 I understand the teams not supporting World Supercross because it's it's yeah. it's next year. It's going to be a nine round series during the nationals, and that opens up a whole door about supporting that. Uh, uh, I understand. You know, originally they were told three rounds. Um, now it's just two. So it is different from a Bercy or Paris where the Lawrence brothers will be racing this year and Cooper Webb will be racing. Um, that's a one-off, and again, it's negotiated beforehand. Um, so I understand them not supporting a, another series. Yeah, and it's not just supporting another series for the business reasons too. I think it's for bandwidth bandwidth reasons too, right? Like even if Kenny wants to – you know, I'm, I'm – Kenny wants to go over there and race. And even if he wanted, you know, some support from Honda at engines, ECUs, what have you, that still is, is bandwidth and time that the team needs to invest. 
um, that they weren't planning for. That's at the time of the year, the only time of the year where these guys get any break. They've been wide open all year long. And I'm sure for the sake of the sanity and the and of the team and all the staff on it, like at some point these OEMs need to say no to some of these asks because it's just too much for their staff and too much for their for their equipment, right? Like all these guys have motorcycles in Florida, motorcycles in California, race bikes, practice bikes, test bikes. There's only so much material to go around. And Mm -hmm. I think people think that it's so easy to just, yeah, just let's make some more engines. Let's make it's, it's not like all these teams operate on a budget and they have, it's like running a business and you need to stick to your budget. That's just the only, and, and the guy spending the budget, Lars, like, at the end of the year, he has to say, okay, you guys said I could spend this much and I spent this much. And if he goes over, they're going to ask him why. Yeah. And they'll be like, oh, well, it's because we ended up supporting Kenny. And they're going to say, well, why did you? Like he's contracted to race in the U.S. at these races. So why are you over because of those? And, I mean, it just comes down to things like that. Like I, as much as, you know, there's so much friendship and business mixed in this industry and, and these relationships, it's really hard to draw the line sometimes. And, and especially not to have people get emotional or upset over the decisions. But that's business, right? That's just the way things are. Yeah. And, and I understand these look at the number of factory riders that no longer do Geneva or Bercy. Geneva's been gone for a couple of years, but Bercy, we you know we we'll see Cooper Webb, we'll see the Lawrence brothers this year, but generally the amount of factory riders, Kawasaki's just no go on that. Uh, Yamaha uh, now has Star running it, so Eli uh, can go. He has they have a bit more say than factory Yamaha. Um, Suzuki's no longer around racing, right? Uh, the Austrian guys don't let their ride, riders go, although Webb is going this year. Uh, so, the, but that was a very much an, an intense negotiation, from what I understand. So, they don't just they don't just like they used to be like, yeah, sure, guys, go do all the races, go do McGrath and Yogi and Emig, and everybody went to all these things. That doesn't happen anymore. Uh, price for all the reasons you said, four stroke parts, four stroke support, the, the the tech. Plus, we're paying you to do twenty nine races. We don't want you to do. 30 31 32 get hurt whatever so on and so forth so it, it does make sense to me do i agree with that 100 i don't but i certainly understand the oem sides of not supporting another series and not supporting off-season races and and even mxdn and all of that i, I understand it um but i just uh, uh this one is a little different um to have dueling sort of statements on a on such a a rider that's delivered an iconic rider that's delivered wins for Honda, no championships, but wins, and then Honda coming out with this PR. Yeah, it's it's something else, and I think I think Steve Astafan's role in this is not to be understated. He is a powerful personality. He was holding out with Chad Reed, uh, driving a hard bargain after Chad won a Supercross title with uh, Larry Brooks, and it wasn't working out. And Brooks went and signed James Stewart. Uh, completely blindsiding Steve and Chad, and Chad was forced to take a low-money deal with uh, Suzuki, and it paid off for him in terms of an insurance policy on an outdoor title. And Steve's this way. Steve is uh, uh, probably, if Kenny is as committed to Steve as he says he's told me and as he's acted, then Steve's driving this bus, driving a hard bargain, Doing, taking the World Supercross money, and figuring that everything will be all right because he's got Ken Roxon And Honda, like Larry Brooks, is probably saying, "Wait, nope, sorry, we don't, we don't play that game." So, on this rental reaction, let's switch to this, Paul. What does he do? Where does he go? Um, what's happened? I've heard he's ridden a Cowie from pretty good sources. Uh, he's a Red Bull guy. That 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 could tie him to the uh, two of the Austrian brands. 
I don't see him starting his own team. Good God. Chad spent a lot of his money doing that. Steve was behind that also with getting discount tire behind it. Um, Where can he go? What can he do? Um, Well, I I would say – I think KTM would be an option, honestly, if they want to try to. But there's so many. Again, when Honda mentions that we like to treat all our riders the same, that I think is going to be an issue because I think KTM wants to do the same too. Um, so does that mean, hey, you got to go to Alden Bakers? You got to do the program like everybody else? I don't know. Um, that might be something that Kenny wants to debate. I'm not sure. Maybe it doesn't. Maybe it's not. Um, I, I, I don't. I don't know. Like I don't see him racing a Kawasaki personally. Um, I, I, and again, starting your own team. Yeah, could, well, could he start his team a, on a Cowie or no? I don't. I just don't. I, don't I, yeah. I, I personally think that's an even tougher endeavor to do nowadays than it was when Chad did it or any time previous. Um, I mean, it's it's hard. Motorcycle racing is more expensive now than it's ever been before. I think the industry has learned over the last ten years or so all, through all the change we've gone through, and this goes back to say. 2009 or 10 or so when there was a bit of an economy crash and a real big change happened in the motorcycle industry to where like all brands and OEMs and everyone were like, hey, we need to be careful that we don't extend ourselves too far when sales get going good. And now we went through this COVID boom, right? And sales were going great. And I think brands have learned through all that. It's like, again, hey, let's not overextend ourselves. This, these things come in, in, in waves. And now I, I'm starting to see a lot of sales slow down globally. Um, like, you know, retailers and, and dealers and distributors are starting to become more heavy on inventory. So that's changing things, right? Sales are slowing down, um, which means, you know, when you add in World Supercross to the mix or somebody else trying to start a team, it's going to be harder to go out there and get the needed material and, and revenue to run a team. I think it's going to be harder than it's ever been in the past. So I don't know if I see him starting his own team and if I had to pinpoint where um, the most likely spot would be for him to land is, I guess I'd guess KTM because, you know, you know, I think there's been some talks about Dungey returning to KTM and racing again this year. It sounds like he won't be racing again this year. So you would think that, hey, there's some there's some room over there for, to maybe add add a guy to do Supercross or maybe do Supercross and Motocross. I have no idea how Kenny would fit into that team. But, man, I don't know. I just – all I know is as a fan um, – and, and as a rental rider for so many years, I'd love to see Kenny out there racing again. Um, he's obviously been through so much, and he continues to come back from it. And he has so much to overcome year after year, right? I think he's told us many, many times how difficult it is for him to keep his body healthy all year long. So, um, you know, as a fan of the sport, I want to see him race, obviously. But uh, I think there's just so much up in the air and so many um, different things to consider that I can't say with complete conviction where he would end up or what would happen i just don't know yeah i don't see him retiring i don't see him being done i know he's been through a lot he's talked about how he's happy to, if he's happy to to uh to quit but uh, retire I, I don't see it know if i see that for sure um so yeah that's that's a spot for him to go i do not see him going back to bakers i think that would be a non-starter for him after all the things he said about it and talked about it i don't see that um yeah, maybe Red Bull steps in and funds it a little bit. You know, Austrian-German, long, long uh, relationship there. Uh, if he does start his team, Paul, can we go on the record on this Rental reaction as saying you will give him free bars and sprockets? 100%. Okay. Right. million percent. He will, million get, percent. he will get free bars We're on and board. sprockets. Okay. All right. We will take care of him, yeah. <laughs> okay. So he's got that if he starts his own team. He doesn't need to worry. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I don't I – don't, 
I don't know, man. It's a it's a it's a complicated thing. Uh, and you know, if you're Honda, you've got Jet Lawrence moving up uh, to 450 Outdoors next year, and then 450 Supercross in 24. You're most likely losing Sexton, but you have Jet, you have Hunter. Like you're kind of set. Kenny's. Let's face it, he had his toughest year. Uh, he's not an easy guy to work with. So if you're Honda, hey man, happy trails. Thanks for the wins. Uh, we paid you a lot of money, and you know it's been great. Like. Yeah, yeah, I mean, Honda Honda has to evolve, right? I mean, they have they have probably the top 250 prospect um, that we've seen in the last decade on their team, and 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 Chase Sexton is brewing into an incredible 450 guy. So I I would definitely not rule that. Hey, Chase is moving on. I can see uh, Honda figuring out a way to keep Chase and and Jet there. I completely can see that happening. So, and, and that's a ways away, right? Chase is still under contract through all of 2023. So we'll see what develops over there. I do know that Honda is focused on winning and, and especially winning a 450 championship, right? It's been a long time. I think they're going to do whatever it takes to do that. And they've been trying to do that for years. They continue to, to try to do that. So um, I think that's what they're going to continue to do and they need to evolve, right? So um, maybe, you know, Kenny is... Kenny is obviously still a, a race winner. He won inside and out this year, but um, as far as title hunting goes, um, that's come that's been tougher since his since his injuries, and rightfully so, right? The guys had some mm-hmm. mega ones, so um, yeah, I, I, I think Honda will be fine. They know that they need to continue to evolve and run their team, and still, uh, you know, put the best riders on their team that they can to win races and championships. And and Kenny also needs to do what's best for him. He's getting older in age, and and his priorities are changing in life. Right, wife, kid, now, and and he's obviously voiced his desire to to connect with his fans globally and go race around the world and race supercross again, which is, which is, yeah, what, what he, he wants to do. So it's, it's a matter of priorities changing, um, a new series coming into the fold. That's, that's been ever changing through the, the first introduction at all to, of it all to now, you know, being a few weeks away from their first round. So I, we, all we can do is wait and see, I guess. Yeah. Steve. You know, one thing we didn't cover was, and far as Kenny, where Kenny can go, he can go to World Supercross next year. He can be their premier guy. They'll find him a for team. Sure. He can ride a, a, a Honda for Uribe. He can, you know, whatever. They'll they'll find him a spot. Uh, he can ride whatever he wants, and he can do the complete what they say will be a 10-round World Supercross series starting, you know, uh, mid-May or something. There will be a U.S. round, they say. Um, and Kenny could just be the figurehead for that brand-new series next year. They have a lot of money. They could make it happen. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that might fit perfectly for him, right? I think a lot of these riders and teams are going to learn so much after this first round in Cardiff and and really see, okay, what's this thing really going to look like, right? Because it's a big endeavor, endeavor that these guys have to tackle. And Kenny could have such a great time and have such a good trip and, 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 you know, uh, combo on some vacations for his family on the backside of each of these events. And he might say like, Hey, like I would love to race world supercross next year. Like it's, it's good for my body. It's, it's the perfect discipline for me. It's not too hard on me. And and I get to travel around the world and bring my wife and, and son to see some cool places. And I'm sure he can make really good money at it too. Right? Like he would be, like you just said, he would be the staple, the figurehead of that series. So that could be a perfect spot for him. It's just really about his priorities and what he really wants to do. Um, and I think he'll sort that out and he's going to be just fine. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we'll see interesting times for sure. Uh, in the, uh, in the world of, uh, of, uh, motocross and supercross. And we're all watching to see what Ken Roxon's going to do, but yeah, the, the, 
the PR from Honda certainly uh, shook things up. You just don't see that. <laughs> from, And I'm happy they did that. I, I think it's a good thing they did that. I like the honesty. Uh, the truth will always set you free. And uh, so I really like the fact that Honda came out and said, uh, here's what what here's our version of it and again i don't even think kenny necessarily lied i i could see the agent steve telling him they pulled their offer and then if you confronted steve on it right now he'd be like well in a sense they did pull an offer because they said we're you you can't do world supercross and we haven't we already signed a contract for that so they they you know so it's semantics right and everyone can justify their position between steve ken and honda as to what happened so interesting yep uh, Renthal.com, please check them out on the web. Thanks to those guys. Great products, uh, whether it's the Fat Bar or the uh, Twin Wall Bar, the old 7 eighths, they're still there. Cloth bar, cloth bar pads are out. They've been launched. And, they're uh, back. They're back. So if you're looking for <laughs> one of those for your vintage bike, go ahead and, and, and do that. And, um, yeah, uh, fantastic company. Thanks to, thanks to those guys for making this reaction happen. And anything else, Paul? Um, no, not really. Uh, I'll see you at Redbud, I guess. Sounds good. Thanks for doing this, man. <laughs> All right. See ya. See ya.